Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 13th day of May. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks. I mentioned it earlier. Cartersville. They had to go out there. They just happened to fall on the list today. Did they fall on the list they today? They fell on the list today. On the, other side, of, on the other side of the lake. I had to drive way out there, see Dr. Um, Dr. Conti. And, and as I search for a new dentist and get some work done on my teeth because I'm trying to, I mean, it doesn't really happen other than they just need to get a little bit better. I need some adjustments made and yeah. things like that. And I'm between dentists because my dentist retired. Okay. I don't think that happens to too many people. Well, no, nah, they, they like, might more than you think. Doctors, yeah, but Do- dentists, but dentists, this is the first time may, this may, ever may, happened may, to me. They may retire. I've they, had, they, 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 uh, they retire like doctors. I've had four dentists different dentists since I've lived in Atlanta. Okay. And I've had, this will be my second one um, since being married, but before then I had two prior to, to that when I was just running around the city. And the interesting part about it is both of them look like famous people. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> one of them I met, he was dating one of the people at the radio station I knew. He looked like Alan Alda. And the other person uh, who I just, when I, just I just needed to get away from that dude, and okay. got another dentist, and she looked like Queen Latifah, just yeah. like her. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't care who it is; they better have nitrous. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm not going to some dentists because they don't have nitrous. Some don't do it. I am a proponent of all the advances in dentistry. Yeah, I want to take you part. You just want you laughing gas. I want to get there. You want the laughing even gas. for deep cleaning. You give, give me the give me the gel first, put it on there, and give yeah. me the shot. And then give me the thing. Give me the gas. Put it on my nose. Give me the gas. And let me go up there with Captain Kirk. Oh, no, man. And you do what you got to do. You do that? I am one of the few people, because I do that, I will never have anything bad to say about the world of dentistry. I will have no problem going. Whatever you got to do, I'm cool with it because I know I can get those legal drugs. <laughs> oh. And, and then I, I, you know, I, talk, I sound like an Ewok when I'm done. Trying to talk. Well, we all we all do that. That 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 happens to everybody. And we, we I'm all, good with that. So I got no problem 
We didn't see, but I'm going. I'm, I'm trying to find a new dentist here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Coming up, we've got a special guest joining us, a guy who, if you've been in Atlanta for a while and watched, uh, well, Mr. Crenshaw when he was over at 11 Alive, there was another guy in town doing the same job, Gil Tyree. Gil is no longer here in Atlanta. He's up in Philly, and for the last few years, anytime we got stuff going on between Atlanta and Philly or just Philly is, you know, like the Super Bowl, we reach out to Gil. And it's also an excuse to play Lou Rawls because he got that voice. <laughs> he just he got that voice. Man, I'm looking at some some footage. Here. I, I didn't realize that that Jalen Hurts got us got his got his master's degree this week. Oh yeah, we yeah. A lot of people got, got master's degree at, at Oklahoma. Yeah, that's cool for him. I mentioned that Jake Fromm mm-hmm. completed his work for his degree at University of Georgia. So these folks, while they're doing the off season, we talk about what people do during this time off season and whatnot. They've been finishing things up and. You know, they're getting their sheepskin. So good good for them. Good can, for them. Can I say, as you said that, it, and you know me, I'm the king of analogies, and I can't think of anybody else this may fall into that category, but is it fair to say that Jalen Hurts, given not just his play on the field, but his academic achievements, he's sort of this generation's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He seems like a, a renaissance man or or a, what's the word you use for something? Not an Esquire. Esquire? No, not I said not an Esquire, but somebody who's just you know, in a little bit of a different lane. He's 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 well, it's and he brings something tongue. different to it to his job. You know what he's I mean? He's credentialed. Is yeah, that the cre- word credentialed. Credentials. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. but you knew that you knew that Kareem. You you know, yeah, you were going to get proper sentences out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is an edu- this was a really educated man. And I think that you were finding that. But the demeanor that this guy has, Jalen Hurts, and, and not being weathered by any of the circumstances, and a lot of them have been played out very publicly. It's true. That's true. And he still seems and everything, to stay the I mean, We're talking about circumstances with him. We're talking going all the way back to, to leaving Alabama to go to Oklahoma. Absolutely. You know, that was very Being public. put on the bench during the national championship game. Yeah. All of that. Everything played in, and I don't think that is because I sit back and I think about the interviews that we saw leading up to that national championship about his relationship with his his family and his father didn't driving back and forth. I remember that pickup truck story about them going back and forth. I just feel like this is a guy who was who was schooled a certain kind of way coming up, and he wasn't about you know that other stuff. Right. That's just my assessment. I you know I could be wrong, but. Um, but your thoughts on man? I, I, got, I don't know about you, but after our last segment, I got a couple emails at oh, Texas. Did you? Oh, from, from a couple casting directors. Well, more importantly, a couple guys were you know getting ready to take care of their mother. So I'll read those coming up uh, <laughs> later on in the hour. I'm sorry, Patrick. I was going to put Patrick Ingram on blast from uh, Extras Casting Atlanta, who's listening, and he you know he told a story. So I'll save all that in a little bit here. But man, listen. As far as I can tell, and I think it's safe to say. Golden State's run of dominance is over. I can remember four years ago, five years ago, a couple of years before the pandemic, you would come up um, to do a show, and we'd be talking about this NBA season or the playoffs would get ready to be started, and you'd like, I ain't even watching because I know who's going to be there. Yeah, that's what that was your stance. Yeah, yep. and that's when Golden State started, and it was him and LeBron. It seemed like every year, and you didn't want nothing yeah, to do with the lead of, up to that. Got sick of it. Let's skip. Let's skip. Can we fast forward, please? <laughs> And that's what's being so refreshing, once again, about the playoffs, you know, going back to March Madness. It's like I said, what we're seeing now with both the NBA and the NHL, you don't know. You don't know who's going to win it. 
and it pulls you in. You want to watch to see. Did you answer my question? I think last week I asked you, or maybe another guest, if you think what we're watching right now, to the analogy that you just brought up, meaning it feels kind of like a March Madness, these NBA playoffs, could any of that be attributed to now we sit in a world where these guys that are in the playoffs were all one, or most of them were one and dones? I don't think so. Because no? The, no, because no connection? The, no, because you talk about who your premier player is. Your premier player comes out of a different environment, a different system. I think we talk about, we're talking about, uh, you know, Jokic. He comes from a different place. Right. So, I mean, you got those players who, are, like you said, the school in fundamentals is not uh, how you can fly or, you know, which way you can dunk, but the things that you do fundamentally that lifts, that lifts your overall team. So, no, you got a lot of guys who come out of that environment who help to make today's NBA, you know. Well, I think – well, hang on a second, because I, I thought you were actually making my point when you said that the people like Joker did come from – you know, the Tim Duncan school, if you will, if you want to bring it back to college, they stay four years or they learn the, fu- the, oh, they fundamentals. Learn the fundamentals in, right. in, in their country before coming. That's why I'm saying they, they weren't they weren't these unproven products. And I'm saying that the unproven products sometimes come in and for a while the one and dones were sitting at the end of the bench, with the exception of a few that would get in and and and, and start. And I'm just asking if the erratic play we see from year to year with teams. One year they look this way, and then next year, why are they looking this way? And I'm asking. I think it's also. I think it's because of the the, the quote mega stars and them shuffling around. I think that may have something to do also with the balance in the league. A balance or well now balance because you got guys. You know, you, you, the Nets are supposed to be winning this whole thing, right? On paper, the Nets are supposed to be winning. What happened to that? Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, they're busy trying to to secure their legacy, and that's, you know. Isn't it interesting that that analogy you used could also be applied to the, the second team that Kevin Durant went to? Because once he got to Phoenix, they were saying the same thing about at Phoenix. Well, they're going to win it all now that he's there. And you got Chris Paul and you got Devin Booker. They're, they were the ones. They were the favorites, right, coming, at least coming out of the West when he got to that team. Now what happened shortly thereafter, and there were injuries and this and that, and now Chris Paul in the playoffs did what he normally does – I'm just saying that I found it interesting that yeah. the two teams that KT was on this year were the ones that people talked about being favored to win the championship. Yeah, and didn't happen. No, both of them are home watching. Hey, Max, get in here, man. Your thoughts on this and, and, and my analogy about the one and dones and, and the state of the league right now, does it hold no water? Uh, it does hold water. I think it's what you're seeing is a tug of war between stability versus mobility because – just because you're mobile and you get your stars doesn't mean that it's, for one, the fans want to see, and two, doesn't mean it works. And so the reason why Phoenix just lost is the mobility. You're top-heavy, you get a bunch of stars, but you have no depth, and then you're looking at the stability, something like the Miami Heat, who have this culture and have this foundation that the Heat organization, the Heat fan base just live and breathe by, and that's what you can rely on more. And you're seeing that with Denver, which... They've had their criticism in the past, but they haven't had a lot of mobility. I mean, yeah, they have, they've signed a couple guys like Aaron Gordon and whatnot, but they've had this core group for a while, and they've grown together, and now you're starting to see the stability. And then with the Golden State Warriors, you're seeing the stability end because that's what really, besides the Kevin Durant thing, they drafted these guys, and they built these guys, and they, it was an organic process. So I think you're starting to see what works and what doesn't, and it's a copycat league. But there, there's there's gives and goes for both. I mean, the Boston Celtics, that's stability because they drafted Jalen Brown, they drafted Jason Tatum, even though it was a one and done. But if they lose, do they blow it up and go the mobility route, which a lot of people think they do. 
because now they're the favorites to win it. So I think that's what we're seeing, and it adds parity into the league because both have been proven to work. I think it's just given who it is. Very interesting. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. When you brought up Miami, it got me thinking about this, and I've been thinking about this, and I'm wondering if I can put the two of them together in a conversation and, and put their careers on the court and then off the court side by side, or does one still hold an advantage over the other? And the two names I was thinking of was Jerry West and Pat Riley. I don't consider Phil Jackson and what he's done an executive. I mean, on the court, we're not touching him. It's him and Red Auerbach. I'm done. But from going from the court to the bench or the front office is what I was getting at. And I just find it head-scratching that Miami's still relevant after all these years with one superstar. Now, Tyler Hero is, is a great shooter, but, yeah, he's on the bench right now. I know, I'm not calling him a superstar. I'm saying he's a star. He, I love yeah, him Tyler say, Hero. He didn't even play. No, 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 no. no, I'm saying, but he's on the bench. I'm saying Jimmy Butler may not even be a, a technically a superstar. No, Jimmy Butler's eyes. a superstar. This craziness that happens in the playoffs, yeah, I, I, agree find, with you, I find that this is, this is one of those things that they will make a, a 30 for 30 with. Yeah, it makes no you sense. Know. But to your point, I mean, some would say, uh, is he even a superstar? So the fact that they're so successful with even just that. I no, think is beyond impressive. I, b- I believe he's a superstar, and yes, he hasn't got the ring yet, but he's he's relevant in a way that you don't expect being just that one dude yep. on that team. And how Pat Riley, and then Spolster by extension, and you can debate whether or not you know Spolster's calling all the shots. Um, well, you would hope career, so by now. You would hope, but you just you know yeah. it's like Jerry Jones is making calls down. We know that. We know that there's owners making calls down and, and, and sticking their nose in stuff. And so I'm not sure that Pat Riley's doing that, but he's there. His presence is there. When you see a Pat Riley and you have to work with a Pat Riley, you know what that dude expects from his team and how they go about doing their business. That's all I'm saying. So there's a culture, you want to use that word, when you are working under the Pat Riley umbrella. And his, his career, I'm asking, from soup to nuts, is it comparable? Because we always kept, we always held Jerry West as the top executive this league has seen because of the, the teams he's built with those Lakers. And then, of course, he's the logo and all that stuff, even though the dude was 1-8 when he was a player yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. in, in the playoffs. But I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Those are obviously the top two, and I love Pat Riley. But Jerry West also doesn't get credit for what he did for Golden State. Oh, no, I throw him in there and with so, that. Yeah, so he but neither helped, does Mark Jackson. He dra- Exactly. But, I mean, to drafting Kobe Bryant, to bringing them together – that was the last three-peat we've seen. You see what he did with Golden State. And to be honest with you, he's not going to get credit for what happened with the Clippers, but he did the best he possibly could. We all thought when that trade happened, like, oh, my gosh, on paper, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, it's not his fault they haven't stayed healthy, but he is a master at putting teams together that work and gel. So yeah. Jerry won, Jerry West is one for me. Yeah. Okay. And, again, I just, I'm just asking, and there's people screaming at the radio right now about a guy whose name I left off, but I don't remember him playing, but you could say – from the bench to the front office, Red Auerbach should okay. be thrown in there, right? But Red didn't play. Red didn't make any noise. If he did, he'd make no noise as a player. <laughs> but yes, I could see where that guy would be thrown into this. But again, I was just thinking. So you still got you still have Pat Riley. I mean, uh, Jerry West, number one. Sam, how about you? Yep, I'll have a bit. I would do that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just asking. He's the nah. guy. Just asking. Who wins tomorrow night? We got a game seven, dude, and we got we got our boy Doc Rivers. And, and trying to close things out against this Boston team. And Jason Tatum in that fourth quarter found a stroke again. You, you, you want to take a pick or you want to think about it for a I minute? I want to hear after I guess. 
Oh, well, that's up next. There we and go. And we are waiting for him. Gil Tyree, get the Lou Rawls set. Gil's going to join us from Philly. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 13th day of May. And uh, we haven't said it enough this morning. Thank you for making us a part of your Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. We'll be back tomorrow from 6 until 10. Hopefully the fog will be lifted. Yeah, man. Still looking out this window. This place. It is thick as a brick out here. I have never been to London, but I would imagine this is what they say when. Yeah. Man, it is. It is. It is rolled in and it's not trying to roll out right now. So be careful if you go. Going to get out and move around this morning. Yeah. We want to bring on a, a friend of the show, one of the few guys, I, one of the three or four people that we have on the show regularly that have their own walk-on music. Yeah. You got to like that. And, and, and there's a reason why, as you can hear him with his Delta tones. Um, Gil Tyree. Now, Gil, I'm going to be a jerk off the top here, but I'm doing it for a reason. One of the things that we love about you when you come on is that we can just ask you a question, and, and you are very thorough. I won't say we can go yeah. get a cup of coffee, but you're very thorough <laughs> with your answers. I need you to be somewhat succinct today because Sam and I, okay. we got a number of things we want to ask you about. and we want Because we, we haven't had you on in a while. Yeah, we ain't had you on in a minute. So we're going to start off with this first question, and then you just go, and then we'll come up with something else. All right? Okay. It's okay. All, but no, it's all, no problem, Greg. It no is all – fil- see, I told you I was going to be the jerk here. But it's all it's – No, no, all- you know, listen. Listen, I get that. I, I You know, I, sometimes I get very verbose. And I continue on, and I have what they call diarrhea of the mouth, and I don't shut up. But I'm going to be succinct and very pointed today. Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) See, this this is your friend. This is is your boy right here. He just brings a thrill. You know what I mean? It brings joy to my heart just to hear his voice and hear my friend up in Philadelphia doing well. But we got a Game 7 coming up, man. And we said, you know what? Who else would we want to hear about this Game 7? and what it would mean for Philadelphia win or lose uh, this particular game tomorrow. But it has been, it has been an exciting series for you to watch, Gil. Yes, it has, Sam. But, you know, the thing about it is this game tomorrow is everything to this city. I mean, it's at the point now where here everybody has their uh, doubting Thomas hats on right now because they really don't feel this team can go up and get a third win. They feel they can. The team feels they can. But the um, the uh, 76er Nation here and, and all the fans uh, feel uh, uh, the opposite. And, and I think that's going to, to bear out because they were really expecting this team to close the Boston Celtics out on Thursday night. Boston had a had better idea. So they take this to a game seven tomorrow afternoon. And, and of course, that's, uh, you know, it, it's been a hard show up in Boston. For, for this franchise and uh, this city. I mean, uh, the Celtics have literally owned this town. And uh, I just don't know. I mean, there's so many things at stake here. Uh, the, the future of uh, Doc Rivers as head coach, the future of Joel Embiid as the, as the main guy on this uh, basketball team. The process will, will probably die a natural death tomorrow should – should they go down? And and I think uh, James Harden is a foregone conclusion. He'll be out of here. And I, I really 
I really will go on the line and say this. This is the biggest game in 76er basketball history in recent memory. Wow. Huge. You, you, Huge. You, you, and, go ahead. But no, no, I'm sorry, Greg. No, no, you actually, I was just saying that you, you touched on the areas I was going to ask you about, and, yeah. and you described the other question I had is what people are saying up there, and you sort of capsulized it. I was wondering who was getting most of the shrapnel up there. If, if Boston comes, up, comes out and wins tomorrow, is it Doc? Is it James Harden? I can't see them going at Embiid, although he didn't touch the ball the last four minutes, but the analogy I used right. with Sam earlier in the show is somebody had to like, call a timeout, and Doc Rivers go, all right, you guys, you see mm-hmm. that dude over there with the mm-hmm. hardware in his back pocket? He's the MVP. Get him the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you got to do. And that wasn't done. So I'm wondering no. if his record in closing games is going to be brought, or I'm sure it already has been brought up, but if he loses again, is is Doc on the bench next year? I, I think, I think Greg, he's done. Uh, I think they'll find a way to have him exit gracefully. But I, I'm going to even put Daryl Morey on the clock, too. Um, and, and say his legacy's at stake, and he may not be here. This owner, and you know him very well, Joshua Harris, who just, by the way, became the owner of the Washington Commanders, and that's another story for another day. Another day. Can you imagine the Washington Commanders owned by the, also the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils? I mean, this man has his hand in everything. But um, what, what it has come down to, Greg, is – your guy won the MVP. He hasn't showed that he's the MVP during the, the postseason. He showed it during the regular season, and he just has disappeared. It, it's it's mission, missing in action. James Harden had the two games where he, he scored 40-plus, but he was missing Friday, uh, uh, Thursday night. Um, like you, you alluded to earlier, uh, Joel Embiid didn't touch the ball for the, in, for the last four minutes of this basketball game. And, and, and how does that happen? How does that happen? You know, and, and these are the things that are, are being peddled Doc Rivers' way right now because he sits there clueless. He lets he cannot make in games uh, in game uh, adjustments. He's been out coached by Joe Mazzola. You remember Thursday night the lineup change and sending Robert Williams into the game and Robert Williams helps them helps the Celtics get off to a, a fifteen oh run. Even when Jason Tatum was struggling and then you go to the fourth quarter, it's Jason Tatum who closes it out with the big threes and able to put Philadelphia to sleep. So all of that being said, three all now, uh, game four, uh, game seven, you know this, Sam, you know it, Greg. It's a pick them. It's uh, all hands on deck. It's every uh, thing that you can talk about. You know, it's a pick them, pick them situation. And you basically roll the dice and you're playing with house money. That's it. Folks, it's been a terminal. Wait for it.com hotline with Gil Tyrese up in Philadelphia. Always great to catch up with him. And you can follow him on, on Twitter because he is social. You can follow him on Twitter at GT6135, at GT6135. Um, Got to talk a little NFL with you. Uh, Eagles, okay. um, going to be Georgia North. <laughs> you got to move ahead and more, more Unbel- players from Georgia. Unbelievable. <laughs> And, 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 and Sam, isn't that how, – how is that ironic? How does that happen? I mean, all of them come here. But the one thing, and I want to tell you this, everybody's been asleep at the wheel. They said, oh, you know, uh, Howie Roseman, the GM, has a relationship with, with uh, Kirby Smart and this and that. But I'm going to tell you the key guy in all of this. And you know him, Sam, and Greg knows him very well. And I'm going to put 
Tracy Rocker, the defensive line coach, okay. at the top of the mantle in making this happen. He knows the Georgia players. He coached there. He's revered in that state. He's an Atlanta native. You know and, and how effective he was when he played at Auburn. Listen, you have Jordan Davis. You have Jalen Carter. You have Kelly Ringo. You have uh, – who else is on there? Uh, N'Kobe Dean. N'Kobe Dean. You know I mean? yep. <laughs> you, and, and you add DeAndre Swift, who is – this is a homecoming for him because he, come, he played high school ball in Philadelphia at St. Joe Prep. So all of that being said, it's what you just said. It's UGA North, and they have quality people. I don't know how many times I've gone around the city of Philadelphia and told people that you're getting five great guys that are going to be contributors to, these, to this franchise for years to come. It's unbelievable how the Eagles were able to pull this off. And, and I'm not even going to – I can't forget about Nolan Smith either. You know, I mean, quality person, great person on the field, everything. It, it, it's going to be nice. It really is going to be nice. And I think you're going to see more Georgia players here. And I also think you're going to see some Georgia coaches. <laughs> Gil, because, Gil, yes. Gil Tyree joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 yes. The Game. 92.9 The Game. Go ahead, man. Pop it out. It's at the tip of your tongue. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no. I just <laughs> want to say that the, I heard a rumor that the Eagles were thinking about holding training camp down there in Athens. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Now, 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 now he's bringing material. He's, he's bringing material with us here. Two drinks a night, Gil Tyree. Um, play, a play a preseason game down there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I want to spend one more uh, moment talking yes, about sir. your football team and, and what is said now because you now have what every team aspires to have. Kansas City's got one. Buffalo's got one. You have got a quarterback, a top-tier quarterback, for the next 10 years and he is looked upon a certain way in that city. What is, what is the effect that Jalen Hurts has on that fan base in that city? And what does Philadelphia think of him? Greg, he has been, he has been uh, everything and more. And it goes back to a conversation you and Sam and I had on this radio program a few years ago when they drafted Carson Wentz. I mean, when they drafted Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz, was a quarterback, and everybody said, uh-oh, we got a problem. And I said, there's a reason for that. I mean, they took shots at Jalen Hurts big time, and they felt like, you know, he was coming in. Why are you going to draft him? Why are you going to draft him? He hasn't done, you know, what has he done or what have you? You spend a second-round pick. He can now walk on water in the city. He is revered. I, I don't know if you saw yesterday he got his master's degree yes. at the University of Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. He has come in and changed the mindset of that locker room and has had a profound effect. And here's the thing I also want to tell you. The Eagles will be only on, only twice during this uh, upcoming season, will be twice in the 1 o'clock window, okay, of games. Mm -hmm. 1 o'clock window. You know what the 4 o'clock window and the and – the, uh, and the evening windows meet. Those are ratings, and that, and we went through that with Michael Vick. When you get to that level, you have become a national team. And in this case, they've become an international team. The only thing that hasn't happened is they send you guys over to England. They keep us home. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I guarantee you we're going to be over there either in Germany, England, or France in 2024, 25. That's how important he is. And he's been just a wonderful ambassador for the city of Philadelphia. He's loved here. And uh, – like I said, he can walk on water. He's, he's just had, and, and the guys respect him. And when you have Jason Kelsey, Devontae Smith, and 
all of the guys in the locker room, whether it be Fletcher Cox saying, singing the praises of this gentleman, that tells you a lot about his character and tells you a lot about his leadership. Folks, we're spending time this morning with Gil Tyrese up in Philadelphia. All right, we've talked a little, little Sixers. We talked a little NBA. We, we talked some NFL. Let's talk about these Phillies who are now in second place behind the Braves. Yeah. And we didn't see yeah. these guys coming until at the end of the season. It was too late. They just ran right through us in the, in the playoffs yeah. last year. Thoughts about Philadelphia this time around? Well, Bryce is back, uh, Sam. And uh, the, the, only, the only problem that I see moving forward is uh, – is our starting pitching? Can you get uh, can you get stuff out of uh, uh, Atlanta native uh, Zach Wheeler, and can you get uh, Aaron Nola to pitch at a level he's capable? Because those two are at the top of the rotation. The bullpen has been outstanding. You know, Jose Alvarado is out right now dealing with some elbow issues, but Craig Kimbrell and you and Greg know Craig from his days yeah. with the Braves mm-hmm. has come in along with Dominguez, along with uh, Matt Strom have come in and done a nice job. Um, uh, Castellanos is playing better. The only problems I see moving forward is, and Rob Thompson, the manager, has been under a lot of pressure in terms of the lineup. He had Swarber at the top. Swarber was having problems. They moved Stott back to the top, and they have to find a way to get other people going. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. all of that being said is we have a big series with Atlanta coming up down in Atlanta at, uh, at Truist Park, coming up in, I think, in a couple weeks. And that's going to go a long way in determining. I still say this, and I've said this many times up here, the road to the World Series and the playoffs goes through Atlanta. We're not going to get three out of that division. And right now we're seven, I think, either seven and a half or seven back of, of the Braves. And the Braves are, they continue to do what champions do, they reload, they get uh, they get recharged, and they surge to the top. But uh, Phillies, the story is still being written up, but it's like it's still being written. But it's it's nice to be at nineteen nineteen because you know, uh, and and Greg knows this as well. You can play yourself out of this thing by May. You cannot let that lead get to ten or more because once it gets to double digits, you're out of it. Just ask the Yankees right now, looking up at. Uh, Looking up at Tampa Bay, everybody. Tampa Bay has run and hid from everybody, and we do not want that to to happen with the Braves. Is but it? <laughs> a big yes. Go ahead. No, okay. no, no. I was just gonna say because we're up against it here. Speaking of, yeah. of the Yankees, they're also looking up at Detroit, and I, <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question. How how are yes. how are you guys enjoying uh, Gregory Soto? Uh, Greg, <laughs> it, it was it was it's been feast of famine. You know, he got rocked. <laughs> He got rocked. Yeah, I know all about uh, that. First, I was just curious. First, and and he was, and I know. I, I, that's why I didn't mention his name with the bull, <laughs> with the bullpen and guys. <laughs> I mean, he's in that ba- he's in that barely falter category. Yeah. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get with him. And and you know, Greg, that shouldn't happen because of what he's done with Detroit. I mean, he has a great resume. Nah, Unbelievable nah. resume. He's, he's making he's making Cabrera walk out in the traffic up there and, and A.J. Hinch. So that's why you guys got him, and he's, they're happy you got him right now. Listen, Gil. Yeah, absolutely. We yes, are sir. not going to spend this much time before we have you back as we did the last time. So enjoy okay. Okay. enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'm not going to bring you into the conversation that Sam and I have been having throughout the show, but whoever the special lady is in your world, make sure she has a good Mother's Day tomorrow or just okay, go out. Have yourself a big time. I'm I'm looking at her right now. She's okay. getting ready to to for us to go out to breakfast. But 
I tell you, I want to dedicate a song to you all and all the moms out there in Atlanta and all over the uh, the country and the world. And that's I always love my mama. You guys yeah. got to play that coming out of break. Yep. By yep. the Intruders. Yeah. Okay? okay. I was waiting for him to give the name because we know it. We play it on Sunday. We'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> but I was waiting to see if you got the I name always, of the band. I always love my mama. There you go. She's my favorite girl. You only but get listen, one. Wait, wait, Sam. People one. singing. Yeah. Go ahead, Gil. Do that again. I always love my mama. She always my favorite girl. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we, go. <laughs> we, we edit that and we plan it I tomorrow. Was, I was, yes, please, please. <laughs> Greg and Sam, it's always great to spend time with you. And I want to say a big thank you to you for giving me an opportunity to uh, to talk to my family and friends in Atlanta. I love that city. I miss it tremendously. There you go. And, it's been and, uh, and you guys are the best things on radio down there. Okay. And, and, and Greg uh, also, uh, and this is from a personal standpoint, Sam too, uh, Put your prayers in a in a in a in a uh, cap for uh, John Kincaid. Uh, you know, John was a fixture in Atlanta. Continues, but he announced yesterday via Twitter he's uh, he's has colon cancer. I, so I mentioned that a little while ago. Yeah, we and he's a Philadelphia. He's a Philadelphia native. Yeah, and uh, we're pulling for him. Yes. Okay. We uh, we, we right. mentioned that a little while ago, yeah. but yeah, absolutely, Thank you, absolutely, Thank man. You. Hey, Thank Gil. You. Enjoy yes, the rest of your weekend, buddy, and thanks, as always, for getting up and being part of the show. Always great to catch up with you, man. W- w- great catching up with you. Was I succinct today? Or was yes, I you were. You were. You own it. You're okay. all over it. <laughs> okay, sir. Take care, buddy. Right, take care. Stick take around. Care, we got a casting call next. Let you know where you can find some of this money flying through the air in front of and behind the camera. Yeah, I know there's a strike going on, but there's still work that needs to be finished, and there's still stuff out there for you. Talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Nothing you could do, cause I'm stuck right glue to my guy. I'm sticking to my guy like a stamp to a letter like birds of a feather. We stick together. I'm telling you from the start, I can't be torn apart from my guy. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. What is the significance of that song? There, that is, there is a what you something, got? something what is attached it? to that song makes that significant. Okay. That was Motown's first number one hit. Really? You would think it was Smokey, you'd think it was somebody else. No, Mary Wells, my guy. Motown's first number one song. Okay. Your insignificant tidbit of the day. That's one all right. Them. That's okay. That's one all right. Them. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I want to throw that out there for you. Uh, throughout the day, I've been playing some Stevie Wonder. Got some more coming up. Stevie is uh, 73 today. Now, I'm going to tell you about somebody else who's 11 years older, and I can't believe it. I have to check. They're saying Harvey Keitel is 84. Is he? Well, that's what they're saying. And he was born in 1939. You do the math. Yeah. But he don't look – but I haven't seen him up close lately. But he came up with De Niro and Scorsese and them guys, and De Niro ain't 80 yet. No, not yet. He's making babies at 76, but he ain't There we go. Hey. Did you hear about that? He's got – he just – No. De Niro's now got a new kid. He's 70-something. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. 
Robert De Niro had a baby not too long. He was in an interview, and the woman said, well, you must be proud of your six kids. He goes, excuse me, I, I got seven. I just had another one. <laughs> Don Corleone's out into the family. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hey, man. Anyway, yeah. Um, Good for him. So we were talking about, before I get into these jobs and, and let you know about the stuff and, and, and a minute about the industry, we were talking about Mother's Day, which we will be on tomorrow from 6 until 10. And by the way, you want to tune in because we have, as always, Mr. Crenshaw, I don't know how you do this, but you found an athlete, a local athlete. Well, local in that they either did college or they're oh, in they're, they're high school, high school. But in high school, too. So and, you have and, a local athlete's mother yep. joining us actually, tomorrow. Actually, grandmother. Oh, grandma. That's even better. Actually, grandmother. Because grandma's got no filter. Yeah, you, you're right about that. <laughs> Grandma's you, you, got no, no filter. But, but, but we'll have grandmother on. Tomorrow. So we're not going to tell you who it is. got to tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow, 9 o'clock. Every 9 year, seems like you find these mothers, and, and they join us. And so couldn't be happier about that. So we're talking about that earlier. And then, by extension, what you should do, and then you were, you know, letting folks know if you ain't got your, you know, your reservations and so on and so forth. And we talked about Max and what he's going to do. So we were all over the map as far as Mother's Day and how to treat it and even got into a scenario where you want to take people, uh, take your mother out today as opposed to tomorrow because it's too crazy. So guess who hit me up as I sit here and get ready to do this casting call? Who's that? Our friend Patrick Ingram. Ah. He's the guy who, who owns uh, Extras Casting Atlanta, who, by the way, isn't on the casting call. Let's, let me see if I got him on there. He's, there's a lot of crazy stuff. There's an ebb and flow to some stuff here, Patrick. Um, they're not on there this week. But he hits me up, and he wants us to know for the first time after, you know, thinking about it for years, I remembered and made reservations, and of all places, that place on the river. Can't say the full okay. name because okay. I don't want okay. David calling me up here. Okay. You know, so-and-so's on the river. Yeah. X-rays on the river. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was about two months ago. I forgot to tell my wife and mom till a couple of days ago, and now, of course, you know, you made the reservations he that far He made the out? reservations, yeah, and got Two it done. Two months? So, yeah. He said oh. he's been thinking about it all this time, but wow. he's one of these people. See. That's how you do it, though. Well, yeah. Patrick Mary got kids, and so he's probably maybe got some reminders from them because he got a mama in the house. Okay, okay. So, you know, you take care of your mama. So yeah. he got it. See, he wanted to hit us up here and just let us know that it's going to be an interesting day. And, and, and mothers, because this isn't the traditional Mother's Day anymore. I mean, there's there's moms out there who don't want the pomp and circumstance that go along with this. Now, some still do. Some want the full day. Yeah, that's right. Some they won't full. do that. They won't go to church because tomorrow is, is one of the, the two to three big hat, yeah. no, <laughs> big, big hat Sundays. Tomorrow is one of the big hat Sundays. And, yes, it and is. you just, just know that you go, if you sit two or three rows deep, you're not going to see much because you got them... <laughs> <laughs> you got you got them big lampshades that just gonna be out there, and I'm just saying that mm-hmm. the Easter and Mother's Day are the are two big hat Sundays. So just get ready for that. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, and we're gonna be here tomorrow with some fun. Max will not be joining us, and we're saying it, gonna say it again. Max will. He's not gonna be, be wearing a different hat. He will be wearing a hat. He'll be <laughs> wearing, he'll be actually, hat. next week, would you wear he, that in at the show? He, want he, you to bring it in here. You, well, what, well, just take a picture with it. Yeah, yeah, we enjoy. can make it happen. I'll be sending you guys pictures as well. Yeah, like a picture, but man. I want the hat in here. Yeah, we can do that. The, the, the I have it in my car little, right now. Deontay Wilder brought the belt up here. You can bring your hat. You know, I can do that. All right, that's all I'm saying. But he's graduating, and of course, you know what that means. We we get the TV star in here tomorrow. 
<laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? Oh, and, man. And your and, and one of your correspondents yes, for Friday yes, night for, for, high school for, football high show. School, high school scoreboard show. Garrett Chapman is going to be Chapman. joining us. So looking forward to that. All right, casting call, 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see the list. You can also see it up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. And for those of you wondering why I'm doing this when you know that there's a strike going on, well, there's stuff that was already written. What is what is going on right now is is scripts that have already been, like I said, completed. Studios have been rented. Crews have been rented. Everything is in place. It's the new stuff that, you know, there's a lot of people for months who have, I've been hearing from people telling me stories about they're getting calls from other friends on crews looking for jobs. I can because believe that. that yeah. production or their latest production isn't even going to come to Atlanta or come to Georgia and set up a production studio, uh, office. They said, we're not even going to go there because we, we think this strike is going to happen. So a lot of folks haven't even come here because of that. We know about the shows that have been shut down, but there's stuff that is still going on. I was blessed again to be asked to be on BMF. Okay. So I am now a recurring character. Oh. I'm a black mafia fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, Congrats I'm, on that. I'm playing a judge, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay, but I am in episode, this is the third season, so it's 304. I'm in episode four and episode six, and I shot six on Monday this past week. What was that place I told you I was at and I couldn't remember the name? On Briarcliff, Collin. Collinwall. Collinwall, yep. Fine Arts. Collinwall. Yep. So we were mm-hmm. over there, and we shot that then. So there is stuff going on. Having said that, let's start with central casting. They are looking for those of you or people that you know that are amputees. Didn't say whether it was legs or arms, but they need men, any ethnicity, who are amputees. This is for a retirement home scene that's being shot. And they say it's not really relevant, you know, it's not required, but they'd like to get a real veteran for this role. And if things are the same as they were over the last couple years, if you're a retired military, your extras pay is more. You get poor, more than the regular okay, okay. extra so and for obvious reasons. So be sure to read the whole breakdown. Again, Central Casting, new feature film, looking for those uh, looking for amputees. Destination Casting, last week I brought out what January needed, and it was beautiful women. And okay. beautiful women to be mourners. I know what this project is now. It took okay. me a minute. All right. But I now know what it is. And I'm not going to say the title because the, the casting director can't say the title. But it's been published out there, and I'll just give you a little hint. It has something to do with the world of Hugh Hefner, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. So they need that was last week, to be mourners. They need beautiful women this week to be, <laughs> among other things, joggers, any ethnicity, beautiful women, inch, and as it's written here, slim fit and curvy body shape. All right. Okay. Joggers. Office staff and shoppers, 25 to 40 years old. Those are three of the needs for destination casting for this new TV movie, All Beautiful Women. I mentioned that Patrick wasn't on this one. I was wrong. Man, I'm sorry about this, P. You have this wedding scene, and actually he's been telling me about this one, but it may shoot early next week, so you want to get out there. It's going to be out at Lake Oconee. He may have a few more people, but he needs wedding guests and a photographer for this and uh, I'm having fun with him on this. I think he got rid of that third one, so I wasn't even going to mention it. And Bina Warren is still looking for um, those of you 55 and older, you know, looking for love. You got an aunt, you got an uncle, you got a single parent, you know, somebody, a neighbor having difficulty finding love. 
Uh, are they intimidated by the modern dating world? This is all written here. I'm not making that up. <laughs> a major Lord. streaming network takes your loved ones on a journey to find potential love. Really? That's it. It's called. It's a new docu-series, Bina Warren Casting, Mature Love. So there you go. So you want to get in all these things. Again, this is 12 years in counting how long I've been doing this, and I want you guys to get these jobs. I want you to be a part of what's going on in the state. Um, that's the avenue that I occupy, and I'm going to continue telling you about them. And if it ain't in front of the camera, it's behind the camera. So those of you looking for a job as a carpenter, a, a makeup artist, a driver, a, a electrician, whatever it is, if you can't stand your boss and you want to switch jobs and get on a crew, the writer's strike is one thing, but they will be coming back. And by the way, during this writer's strike and, the, uh, and work not being there, there's going to be some people making business decisions. I just told you about some of them calling other crews and say, hey, you got a job. I, I can't do this. There's going to be people who are going to have to, you know, maybe leave that crew and go get a job somewhere else. I'm not saying it's going to happen across the board, but there will be business decisions made. And when that happens, it could be an opening for you. So if you go there right now, starting at Georgia.org, and I walk you through how to find them, if you don't find it this week, could be next week. You never know, but you'll see it behind the camera, film, TV, industry, jobs, and more. Got the link to the uh, Georgia Department of Labor if you need that certificate for the minor in your family. Got Bill Seller in Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. For those of you wanting to get started in voiceover work, the list of casting directors, if you don't want to listen to me anymore, wait six more days till the next casting call, you can just go to their social media pages and see what they're posting and do it all yourself. You go, hey, Greg, I don't know how to submit myself. I've never done this before. Well, if you scroll past the casting director's names, I give you a generic version of how to submit yourself. Couldn't be easier. And you didn't got to go got pic- get pictures and your hair done and all that, so you just got to look like what they're looking for. So good luck to you. Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com. If you got any questions about any of this stuff, you can see the list up on uh, Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. And um, I missed Canon last week for a couple different reasons. So the casting call didn't appear on Star 94. It did on V103. Okay. We're working on it. All right. You know, there's some things that happen, but I'll be back next Monday with Cannon on Star 94 and with um, DJ Sump on um, on V103. So there you go. Any questions you got about the cast call, the strike, anything like that? Any no, of you guys, just watching to see and see if we see fewer of the those little cones with the uh, – but the arrows point backwards if we see start seeing fewer of those. Because that's that's what that's when you know things are yeah, happening. Yeah. A base camp or either production is happening in the area. We're so used to seeing those cones with those arrows pointing in directions, and then we start to see if we see fewer of them. I told you about something that got confirmed yesterday morning. I saw it. The Rock was on over on ESPN talking about something he got coming up. And they were asking him about you know his workout regimen and things like that. And he was talking about what I told you when I worked on Red One. And I asked one of the people on staff, said, where is the Rocks trailer? Because we all had these trailers, you know, and you had the, the big ones for the stars. And I, and I didn't see one that looked like it would be his. And he goes, no, he's not over with us. And he goes, look over there. And it was a whole other part of the perimeter mall parking lot. Okay. And it was, it was fenced off, and the fence had black covering around it. And there were four trailers in there. And that was the Rock. All of them. He had his own base camp. Wow. And one of the trailers was a gym that he Ooh. takes with him. He talked about that yesterday. How he travel anywhere he goes, okay. he got a portable gym that either comes with him or is waiting for him when he's there. All right. And then there's the one, another trailer has his chef. And they cook in there for him. And the other stars in whatever project he's doing. So in that case, Chris Evans, Lindsay, uh, 
Lisa Lang and uh, J.K. Simmons. They were all out there hanging out. All eating real good. Yeah, all eating real good. Now he's probably on ESPN because today is the championship game of yes, the it XFL. Is. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. And today is the day also, as we get on out of here and get ready for the 9 o'clock hour, I want to remind you, today, May 13th, Felicity Hoffman pleaded guilty to that to that um, scandal, the emission scandal. This was the oh. day that it happened. Oh, I forgot about that, huh? Oh. Heard that other one from uh, Full House. But Felicity Huffman did hers quick, got it out of the way as she was done. Pleaded guilty, though. Admission scandal on this day. It's Sam and Greg. We have got uh, Jason Longshore getting us ready for Atlanta United and Charlotte coming up tonight. He's going to join us about 920. We're going to talk about these Braves up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 